All right, hello and welcome back, everybody, to the Rambles from the Garden podcast. Um, I know it's been a while. It's pretty much keeping up with the monthly timeline, though. I should probably be doing this more often, but we'll get there eventually. A few things I wanted to talk about today, starting with the Knicks head coaching search. Uh, Basically, we have no idea what's going going on right now. Uh, We've seen reports of... Candidates, candidates being interviewed again, multiple interviews. We see a bunch of random stuff about how. So I just saw something today about how the kid was the front runner all of a sudden. I don't know if I hold any weight in that. I believe Tom Thibodeau is probably still the favorite, although I want Kenny Atkinson, as you may know from all the things I've written in the past, and honestly, what for most Nick fan, Knicks fans are discussing, I believe. Um, but the coaching search is still going. As far as we know, I remember reading somewhere that it was supposed to be a lock and a final decision in the last week of July. So the 30th, 31st area, I think, was the final or the given date. That might be extended for all we know now. Um, So no certainty right now on the coaches. Uh, I hope – oh, just going back to something that I wrote actually recently, uh, I had seen a report from SNY TV and I mean, I don't know how legitimate that is either. Uh, honestly, the media can be such a smoke screen all over the place anyway. So it was reported that they might want to hire one of the candidates as head coach and retain or hire also another one of the candidates as an assistant. Now, when I hear that and I read that, I immediately go to Mike Miller, who, as we all know, has took over the reins from David Fizzle after he was fired from the Knicks. And Miller's been around the team now for such amount of such and such amount of games, about like 40-ish games, because Fizzle was hired at, fired after like the 22nd, I think. They, you know, eight and fourteen, they were done. You, bye, Fizzle, you suck. And then Miller comes in, becomes a freaking god, basically. I mean, god given the circumstances. And I would hope that he's the one who ends up being an assistant um, because, first of all, it would keep continuity. It would keep a familiar face around for these young guys because having – we've had like seven coaches in the past seven years. And realistically, like that's just not good for camaraderie and team build, building and development, no matter who you are, young, old, veteran, superstar, elite, whatever. And keeping Mike Miller around would be the end goal especially for me personally, uh, I think he would really help us out. He, for the most part, seems to have a good rapport rapport with the young guys, and they seem to like him and trust him. So keeping him just makes multitude a multitude of sense, whatever I'm saying. I don't know. I'm just kind of having like a brain fart here. Now, what, who he assists is the, the issue. Uh, if it ends up being Thibodeau, maybe it cancels out the concern that a lot of people have with Thibodeau. Uh, it could really – maybe Miller gets into his head and just says, yo, we should probably be maintaining these guys' minutes better. You know, Because the, the real concern with Thibodeau is overplaying guys, young or old. And obviously we don't want the young guys to get overplayed because look what happened with Zach Levine, who happens to be praising him or happens to have praised him uh, for his past. Still, like Zach Levine got hurt, and it most likely came from the overwork. Over, oh my god, 
I'm trying to think of the, the right terminology here. Uh, overemployment, I guess I'll say, of Zach Levine. I mean, Zach Levine was averaging, I got it up right here, 37 minutes a game that season with Thibodeau. And we're talking about a nine-minute-per-game jump from the year prior, where he was largely a starter, and he just became a full-time starter at 37 minutes a game. And if you look at Zach Levine's career for the next few seasons, he has not played a full season since, and it's thoroughly concerning. I mean, the Chicago Bulls first season, 24 games, 24 starts, that was, I'm pretty sure, immediately after he recovered and came back from the ACL tear. So I give it that. He started and didn't miss a single one of the games that he played. Uh, I can't attest for any other games that he might have missed prior or after. I don't know. Maybe he – I don't know. Uh, yeah, then again, I guess it would be accurate no matter what if he missed, missed games or not. So 24 games, 24 starts. Goes on to play 63 games the following year, 62 starts. He benched one game probably from coming back from like a minor injury. But still, not a full season. I give le leverage and leeway to this season. Uh, he probably missed a few games, I forget. But 60 games, 60 starts. The, the season ended at like 60 games because of the pandemic. And he had an arguably all-star performance. And he's averaging 34 and change minutes per game for the past two years, too coming back from an ACL tear, but also not under Tom Thibodeau. So it leaves you to wonder if he came back for the Timberwolves, never got traded after that injury. Uh, but it's actually interesting that I bring up Zach Levine because he's one of the names that I also recently saw today being connected to potential trade interest from the Knicks. Uh, I think Zach Levine's freaking awesome, personally. Uh the improvements he's made throughout his career was impeccable, honestly. You could you could check his stats yourself. I mean, 25.5 points per game this season. He's shooting 38% from three in eight attempts, which is miles better than, like, any three-point shooting we have on the team right now. 45% from the field on high volume, 20 shots per game. I, I mean, the shooting performances alone are incentive for me to want to trade for Zach Levine. I was reading that he might be a shit defender, but we're not free of shit def defense anyway. And realistically, as long as we don't get rid of the guys that do play good defense on our teams, it doesn't matter. Having the the backup defense is that, – that's what the game is meant to be. Like, Not everybody has to be a perfect defender. You could have one guy be kind of like a slacker somewhat. It really all depends. I mean, you got to look at – I use James Harden as the template. He's been notoriously one of the, the worst – defenders that everybody talks about. Trey Young says everybody says he's horrible at defense. But then Trey Young is also averaging 30 points a game in his second season, became an all-star and could potentially be great, an all-time great assuming that his career path is good. You know, we don't know where that's heading yet. But, you know, I am not entirely concerned with defense from Zach Levine. Um I'm more concerned with scoring. Having scoring is literally what we've been so deprived of for like seven years now. I'm realistically only a few since Melo and Kristaps left. Um, and just, just getting that scoring back at a consistent clip and having an extra set of hands. I mean, even if Zach Levine gets traded here, 
the volume being 20 shots a game, I could see being a thing still. I could see it declining ever so slightly if we also get other pieces, like some of those power forward free agents that we've discussed in the past and other people still discuss right now. I'm still thinking about it. Christian Wood, Davis Bertans. Um, I, we mentioned Larry, I mentioned Larry Markkinen at one point, another Chicago bull, but he's also had a checkered injury pass. The thing is I give Zach Levine more credit because he tore his ACL has come back in stride. And even though he hasn't played a full season since, I think given the circumstances, he might be able to do better if he's on a better, better, better run team, which I think the Knicks can become assuming we get the right coach. Now, I put this together myself a little bit. I it, Honestly, I'm sure I'm not the first either. But I'm wondering if these Zach Levine trade things are surfacing because Tom Thibodeau could be a frontrunner for the coaching job. And since the, Levine gave such high praise to Thibodeau, I wonder if the Knicks are going to stupidly use Thibodeau as a bargaining chip to try and trade for Zach. Uh, what we give up in return for him, I wouldn't even know. I as long as it's not the lottery pick that we're promised, I'm fine. We still have that Clippers first. We have the Dallas firsts. That could amount to nothing, honestly. But if the Bulls think they have value right now, like I've, I'm fucking trading those in a heartbeat, at least one of them. Um, but if it comes down to it, I would prefer – if we're talking 2020 picks, I'm, I prefer the Clippers pick gets traded for Zach Levine. Whether or not it happens, obviously. I mean, it's this is all rumors and speculation and stuff. I mean, I even saw that the Nets were supposedly interested in trading for Zach Levine, which would make more sense. They're more of a contender at the moment. Well, not a contender, but – well, actually, yes, a contender. Once Durant and Irving are back on their, their grind and Kyrie Irving stops being weird and Kevin Durant, you know, recovers from this Achilles thing uh, – so Zach Levine going to the Nets is also another realistic thing. Uh, who they trade, I couldn't tell you either. I don't follow the Nets like that. I don't know who they'd want to give up. I mean, they're losing Joe Harris. Most Well, maybe maybe losing Joe Harris in free agency. They got Karis LeVert locked up, I'm pretty sure. Uh, they got Jared Allen, obviously. Spencer Dinwiddie, obviously. I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie is supposedly a trading chip. Jared Allen's a trading chip. LeVert is a trading chip from all I've seen. So... Anything's possible at that point. I don't know if there's really a good chance that he gets traded to either team, personally. Uh, we could use him on the Knicks for sure. We could use some facilitators, some scorers, some initiators. Uh, but a lot of people, you know, get ready because this is a troll segment, honestly. Yay! A lot of people are looking to dribble Robinson. He could be the future. But... You know, that's just what I'm seeing. I'm hearing from the grapevine. But I'm no, 100% completely kidding. Uh, I love Mitchell Robinson to death, obviously. Uh, the, all these workout videos that are popping up of him dribbling by people and dunking and shooting, they're good to see. Uh, I like the initiative. It obviously doesn't hold any weight as far as potential in NBA setting. I think if he works on it in an NBA setting and gets a little bit more fluid with his dribbling and his jump jump shots and his form, then, uh, you know, maybe he could get somewhere. I don't want him dribbling the ball. I don't want him handling the ball. I don't want to end up 
treating or having people treat Mitchell Robinson like Julius Randle this year, where he's dribbling into tri- triple and double teams and losing the ball every two seconds. So I'm going to hold my uh, hold by my tongue on dribble Robinson. However, as far as Knicks content, we aren't going to see a lot of the Knicks for at least like seven more months. So getting to see Mitchell Robinson dribble and dunk on some people in the gym is pretty nice. Getting some jumpers in, showing off his his range, even though it looks a little wonky. I mean, I, I don't care. I don't mind it. Uh, but I don't think most people seriously consider Mitchell Robinson like a future point guard at all. I think it's just us being silly Knicks fans, as we always have been, because we have to settle for so much. Uh, but, yeah, Dribble Robinson, love him, adore him. Let's keep him in the back burner, though. Hopefully he could at least start throwing some jumpers up, developing some post moves. Um, maybe, you know, a little inside dribbling, not not really from the three-point line, but dribbling past defenders from a few feet out, you know, 10 feet, 15 feet out. It would help. It would make him much more dangerous, I feel, on offense, assuming he can contribute and, you know, create a threat that isn't just alley-oop dunking. And we know he's good on defense. He's just got to work on his fouling, which he did. It's funny, the last two years, Mitch Robinson had some foul troubles early on in the season, then suddenly gets so much better at not fouling midway through. And that's really all you hope to see is development and growth. Same for R.J. Barrett. I mean, I don't have the statistics on me right now, and I'm sure I could find them. But you know me. I'm not really a great stats guy. I don't really make stats correlate well. But R.J. Barrett made improvements. He made strides no matter – what anybody tells you, like he made, he looks better. He looked better as the season progressed and that's all you could hope for. Uh, as far as trading for people, Zach Levine's possible. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, he has no, well, he does I guess in a sense have a say in where he gets traded to, but I mean, I, I'm not going to put any pen to paper on that. Anyway, I don't think Zach Levine's a definite trade piece to be sent here to begin with. But the Bulls don't want to get rid of Boylan, and I think Zach Levine hates Boylan. So if he chooses to stay in Chicago, I think he's doing himself a disservice. I think he could thrive somewhere else. If he came to the Knicks, he'd be fucking welcome with open arms, honestly. He's so, he's so much better than a lot of the guys we've had in the past like four years anyway. So anyway, that's all I got for today. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Anchor if you can. If not, don't worry about it. I appreciate the listen, and I appreciate your support. Uh, don't forget also to check the blog website. I opened up a shop tab. Um, it's a little bit of a makeshift thing. It's through Redbubble, and there's some merchandise there. You can check it out. I got a few designs that I made. And uh, please feel free to share posts and reshare and reblog and revine and TikTok any links to your friends and family if they're interested in the Knicks. Uh, Once again, thank you for stopping by. Have a good day.